The Antidote is joined tonight by Steph and Beth of Glassworld. Thanks for having me take you away from brand practice. No problem. We enjoy it. Beth, when you and I last met, you were lead vocalist for the Rose Hill, but now you've moved on and you're fronting Glassworld. How did that all come about? Oh, uh, well, basically, our, our guitarist in the Rose Hill left last March, and uh, he, I, and Kevin kind of started the band, and we were just, you know, a pretty tight unit. And uh, after he left, I didn't feel like it was the same feel. You know, I still love the band very deeply, but I just didn't feel like it was the same feel. And um, I was going through a lot of personal stuff at the time, just dealing with um, Christian music in general. And I kind of felt like I was confined to a box and I, I don't know, I just, I felt like it was time to move on and everybody else was kind of on the same page. You know, we all just wanted to do different things musically, stylistically. And so I, um, I ended up leaving and then a couple of shows went by and they were like, you know what, let's just end this right. So we brought Steve back in and, you know, we did the whole final show thing, um, which was awesome. And at that time, I had already started Glass World. We were a couple weeks in at that point. And it was just something that I had always like kind of had in the back of my mind as something very real, very raw. And that's what I wanted to um, bring across musically as well as lyrically. So I started that and uh, I called in Steph here and a couple other of our friends and uh, we just started pumping out music. And what was it about the Christian music end of the industry that threw you? Uh, basically, there's so much focus on, I guess, what you're doing. Like, there, there's so many levels uh, to a Christian band, I feel like. And it, it's one, you know, you've got to be on fire for God. You've got to be um, reminded. And you've you got to completely give your all on stage in that aspect, you know, and, and it, it kind of gave me kind of a God complex because it was like at, at each show that we played, yes, I was on fire and I was passionate and I love God very deeply. But at the same time, like I wanted to be real with people and I, I wanted to tell them about the struggles of life. And I wanted to tell them about the things that, you know, that, that Christians don't always talk about and that it's okay. And that's okay to struggle and pray about that. I just couldn't breach that that gap with certain people at our shows. You know, like I felt like I had hit a wall with the walk and I just felt like I had hit a wall with with Christianity. I feel like a lot of people are very closed minded about what a Christian should be. And I didn't feel like I was that Christian to a lot of people. And it kind of it kind of hit me, you know, in a very real way that, you know, like I, I'm very different from a lot of Christians. I have all of these struggles and yet I don't want to say put on an act because I never really put on an act, but it was more of I, I wanted to relate to people in a real way without bringing them to God. I wanted God to come to them where they were. And I was finding that was really, really hard with the image that we were portraying at the time. I've often brought up the same point with other artists where we talk about, you know, the honesty in music coming from Christians because you'll have bands that have Christian members. And then conversely, also what gets labeled as a Christian band. But I really wonder sometimes about how honest the quote-unquote Christian bands really are. Right. And that was a struggle, too. You know, like, I felt like we were some of the, the realest Christians in a band out there at the time. But at the same time, like I said, you know, there were so many inner struggles and stuff that people just weren't talking about in the Christian circles that that really got to me. And uh, 
I, I wanted that exposed. I wanted that rawness and that realness with people. And uh, that's why uh, Glass World came to be. Well, certainly your album, Breaking Free, that came out in February, I guess I should say EP. I mean, obviously, you're pointing out difficulties that you've had. I mean, really, so much of the album seems to be dealing with problems of coming out of a bad relationship. But I mean, from that, were you looking at it from a physical or a spiritual perspective? Honestly, the the album as a whole, there were struggles there in relationships. There were struggles there with, you know, my walk with God. Um, I, I wanted to come to a really real place about that and just develop it. And Breaking Free was kind of like the anthem. And that's what we kind of set it out as, as the anthem for the entire album, because it was like, look, like, we're not going to be put in a box. And we're not going to be this type of Christian or this type of person even. We're going to come out and we're going to break free from all of that, from all that insecurity, and just be real. And um, that kind of set off the the writing of our album, really. Um, and then you have, you know, songs like At My Weakest, which was like a relationship struggle. And you have songs like You Never Cared, where, you know, you have certain people in your life that are there. Um, and then when you go through something, you know, you seem to lose a few people. That's what was happening at the time. And I, I just, I really wanted to portray that in the, the best way I could. It's nice to have that honesty. I guess we were just bringing this up early about so many people just seem to put on this false mask. But those difficulties... Really, it seems that on the title track, you're giving, I wouldn't say a solution, but you're trying to turn it around. Correct. Breaking free is taking all of that, taking all of your struggles and taking everything you've been through and not letting it weigh you down and just not listening to, you know, other people in in your ear about what you should be or who you should be and what you should be doing and just breaking free from all that and listening to your heart. But really, is the rest of the album simply a rant? Is that sounding harsh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in a sense, yeah. I mean, in a sense, I mean, we've been called emo. We've been called angry. I mean, it it, it is what it is. You you know, you you meet some people um, and you have these conversations with them and they go, oh, man, you know, I really really dig Breaking Free or, oh, man, that, that song Room 215, you know, that's something that I struggle with. You know, it's... I feel like it's reality for a lot of people. You know, there's so much negativity out there um, that people deal with on a day-to-day basis, and they don't talk about it because nobody wants to hear about it. But when you hear it, and you hear it on a level like music, you know, and a level to where you can connect with it and sing about it, and, you know, it, I feel like it just lets out that that passion, that aggression, or, you know, whatever it is that you're struggling with. And uh, even though it is a rant or... <laughs> you know, whatever it is, angry, emo, I don't know. It's helping people realize that, hey, like, I'm feeling these things, and I'm not exactly alone here. Well, Glass World is certainly unusual, because you guys are fitting into a niche that's less common for women, you know, at least in music that's created by Christians. Because, I mean, hardcore is usually dominated by male vocalists. Do you think oh, that makes, we know. Do you think any of that <laughs> makes Glass World an oddity? If I'm just being sexist, you can tell me to shut up. <laughs> I don't think you're sexist. No, I think that uh, I think that Glass World is a little bit, you know, of an oddity in that respect because it is male dominated. Look at how many female, you know, front of bands are out there right now. They're all either pop, punk, or you know, not really hardcore, um, or emo, or whatever you want to call it. 
I'm still going to sandwich you into the hardcore realm. (laughs) That'll work. How many members of the band do you have now? We have four. We have Beth, obviously, on vocals. Me, Steph, um, I play guitar. And then we also backtrack a guitar that we have set up. Yeah, we cheat. Yeah, we cheat. We have have two guitar parts, only one guitarist. Um, And then we have Britton on bass. And then we are still currently figuring out, figuring out the drummer situation. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to keep it small and just, you know, not a whole lot going on. Four pieces is pretty easy to deal with and manage. And I think I think we also wanted to keep it kind of small, too, because we've been for years. Yeah. And we all, like, we all know each other's quirks. We all know what sets each other off. <laughs> and it's just a lot easier that way. And I feel like we can all help each other in our personal lives because we've been friends for so long. Being in a band has often been described as being married. And I think that's probably accurate. (laughs) That's very accurate, 100%. And what about you guys? Are you guys ever going to put out a bad song? (laughs) I mean, I hope not. I hope not. (laughs) We're trying. We're trying a few different styles right now and really trying to dive in deep with a theme-based album for a full length next. So we're just trying to see where we're going to go now. So that is true. I heard that in the rumor mill that you guys were working on a full length. That's right. That's what we're doing. It's going to be a theme based. I don't think we're going to release it, you know, what it's all about just yet, but we're pretty stoked about it. And it's really going to capture all of our influences. And you're thinking about releasing that this year or next? Mm, hopefully this year. Um, we really don't want to put a time constraint on it as of now. We want to write the best possible record that we possibly can and then, you know, just release it when we feel we have hit that mark. We're going to demo and demo again and demo again and then, you know, do it right. What's the hardest part about recording? Oh my gosh, that click track. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Seriously, for our demo, I had to record four rhythm guitar tracks for each song. Yep. I was at a point where if I never had here, you never cared again, (laughs) I would have been perfectly fine with it. So we found out that you really don't care about you've never cared. That's correct. She doesn't care. She never cared. I never cared. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's my favorite song off the record. It was just that constant, constant, constant. And everything. Oh, man. It It took forever. It did. Easiest riff on the whole album, but it took me the longest to record. Yep. We've been doing a lot of talking about your music. Where's Glassworld's music available? Uh, we have a band camp on our Facebook page. Uh, on our Facebook, it's facebook.com slash glassworldband. And you can go on there and you can download it digitally, or you can get on our big cartel and order the album, and we'll uh, ship it to you. Well, The Antidote's been speaking with Steph and Beth from Glassworld. Best of luck with the EP and with the new upcoming album. Thanks. We're excited for it. Very stoked.